and I'll tell you guys since we're, since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo. You're listening to The Grisha Cast. Welcome to GrishaCast episode 170. In this episode, we will be discussing who is the most powerful Grisha. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry from Nashville, Tennessee. This is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by our fabulous author, Lee Bardugo. Moi savi casters. Hi. Hi, and I am... Um, <laughs> What just happened was I took a sip of my carbonated beverage and then got the little, you know, the the, the carbonation. <laughs> That's what. None of our listeners have any clue what I'm talking about. But Terry gave me a really odd look like, what was going on? And like, Are you okay? Yep. I am good. I just had the little bubblies. <laughs> the boobblies. <laughs> um, and I'm glad we got through that. Yes. Because... It's been a minute. Even when we don't, even when we miss one week, the week we come back, I feel discombobulated and I'm like, do I remember how to do this? But now it's been a while and (laughs) (laughs) I really had this moment of like, um, uh, (laughs) do I remember how to do this? I'm really glad that we are recording it now because we didn't like we actually are still in November, even though it'll be released in December, um, because this was supposed to obviously be the last episode in October, but... This always happens. It literally it happens does. every year. It is the... Like, our Grishaversary happens at the <laughs> worst time of the year, every single year, and then there's holidays, and then we Life. all get sick. It hap- It has happened every year where... All of us get yeah. sick. Like one of us gets sick and then the next one and then the next one and then like holidays. And then we're like, when are we doing this? I don't know. And then we end up sitting here in costume at the end of it November. Did. Right. <laughs> Just like, you know, hey, it's still Halloween in our world. It's perfectly fine. Going through like drive throughs <laughs> Like, what's up, Taco Bell? <laughs> we just did Thanksgiving. Yeah. And hey, what's up? Don't you know it's still Halloween? Exactly. So Halloween in my heart. It is. And I I'm so glad that we no matter how long it takes us to do these Grishaversary episodes <laughs> that we do get to do all of them because you know, we put a lot of effort and time into these costumes. Mm-hmm. And we haven't had to repeat any. No. Amazingly. Next year probably. We will you never know. You never know. Oh, did you just get Sorry, a little I didn't hit? mean to crunch. <laughs> oh. Well. I have a lolly. A lolly. A lolly. So I am, I, um, I am dressed up as Darlington Demon. The eh. Gentleman Demon. Yes. And now I can ask you, this is not who you thought I was going to dress up as. No, but I like it. Okay. We're the same color, kind of, which is we are, <laughs> which is interesting. It's a very gold and beige yeah. uh, episode. <laughs> I just noticed your tail is hanging out over your shoulder. It is. <laughs> Has that been there this whole time? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's just, just my tail. I, I I think I was just used to seeing it over on the table, and then now I looked, and I'm like, oh, there, <laughs> there, there it is. Yeah. Yep. Well. This actually works out because I mean, so yeah, you're you're Darlington's cat. Yeah, so it does work out. It does. Yeah, didn't plan it, but here we are. Hey, this has been sitting in a bag since October, like waiting. It was all together. And it was just like waiting. A furry kit, something I, like my, that. <laughs> I, Can you hear my bells? Hold on. <laughs> Oh, you're too cute. Oh, I love that. I have a collar on with bells and a cat. So I'm going to say Terry entered my house this evening and all she was wearing was 
a beige hoodie. Uh-huh. Well, she was wearing pants and like, but <laughs> I had underwear on, I had socks on, I had socks on. Yeah. And I was all in my getup <laughs> with my horns. And, it happens almost every week though. Yep. But I always like, I get worried because I'm like, <laughs> I don't know who she is. And I sit there and think, uh-huh. and I was like, okay, who in the story only wears a beige hoodie? <laughs> And then luckily you brought out your your paint. Yep. And you're like, I still have stuff to do. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, thank God, because <laughs> I have no clue who you are. <laughs> Whew. Goodness. Yes. So I am Cosmo. Yes. You are Cosmo. Yeah. I think it's great. <laughs> I love it. I think. And yeah, I'm, I'm Darlington Demon and yeah. I tried makeup, didn't work. You have eyeliner on. Yeah, that's the remnants of what's left. But <laughs> um, yeah, and I put like fun little yeah. maroon things on here. But, and you did a good job because it looks like it belongs on there. Oh, thanks. Like it looks like it came that way. Chris laughs at these things because we put all this time and effort into uh-huh. costumes that we will wear one time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I will never, ever need to wear this ever again. Uh, no, I mean, I have, I have, um, well, now it's two, like, Rubbermaid totes yeah. of, like, just Halloween randomness mm-hmm. um, that we've collected over the years, like, while the kids were growing up and everything, and I had to add another bin, and now all, like, the Grishaversary stuff gets thrown in there, too. So whenever the kids need a costume or something, I'm like, well, let's go through the bins and see what we can find. Do you think maybe like in the far, far future, people will be like paying money like for at like a Grisha cast <laughs> auction for like these costumes? Um, Maybe. It's fun to think about. <laughs> Doubt it. Right. I do too. Um, I mean, I the the hoodie I will wear again. Yeah. But the rest of it, I don't know. I like the gloves. I don't know where I would ever wear them, but, like, I actually really adore the gloves. Rylan actually stole the black pair. Oh. And he wears them unironically. Well, I will say your outfit (laughs) looks very comfortable. It is so comfortable. And it actually probably works better now than it would have in October. I probably would have roasted. (laughs) It it is perfect. Now it's, like, 18 degrees and we're all good. Yeah. Yep. I like uh, my little toe beans. Those are so cute. Uh, so let's see. Um, we are very ex- I'm so excited for this episode because we're doing something that we haven't done before, um, which is discussing who is the most powerful Grisha. And we'll get to that in a minute. But because there's been a lot of news that's happened recently that we had to talk about. Yeah. And... I mean, it's devastating. Yes. <laughs> but. I just had to break the news to Alden today. He oh, didn't know. really? Yeah. Ugh, God. Was it last week that it came out? It was the week I got A my hair. A couple weeks, I think. Because I got my hair cut. I remember, <laughs> I remember that, that I was waiting to go in and get my hair cut. And when I came out, I had gotten a text from... Alex that said, have you heard the news? And then on that same car trip (laughs) home, got a text from you. And I was like, yes. So we are talking about how Netflix just decided to. But we knew. We, Yeah, we did. It, that's the risk you take anytime Netflix picks up anything. Yeah. Because you, they rarely go beyond like two seasons of anything. So we knew that that was a risk and we talked about it when it yeah. first started that we were worried that we would only get one season and Lucky we were we got- happy that we got a second season. Yeah. And I've seen that there's some argument. Um, there is a petition. We'll talk about that. Um, but I have seen some arguments saying that we need to focus on the Crows story um, because that wouldn't cost them as much money. And so... There was a, a long list of like why we need to be pushing the crows story because um, there wouldn't be as many special effects and things that Netflix would have to do. Yeah. Um, 
so there's a big push like a bigger push but then the petition actually says like don't leave alina's story untold or whatever well i think i'm hoping that the petition really is just like i mean because there was a it was for season three of shadow and bone or the crow spinoff and i think everybody was wanting the crow like (laughs) We all want the Crow spinoff. Take, we'll take anything, really. We will. Um, they did leave us in a very weird place. Yes. And weird specifically with Alina. But it actually really upset me because I loved what we saw in that last episode of what was coming. All the things about King of Scars yeah. and Nick. Ugh. Yeah. And now that makes me so upset. And what was so sad was watching all of the actors post on Instagram. Like yeah, their was... message. Like it was just heartbreaking. Yeah. There's a lot of like fan artwork now or like memes that are going around. And it's really sad. But, you know, like I said, we kind of knew. Yeah. Um, we were lucky to have two seasons. And I highly, highly, highly doubt. That even with the petition, anything's going to happen. What do you think the chances are of, like, could another, like, place pick it up? Yes, absolutely. Good. I think that's what happened with the Shadowhunters. Okay. Um, again, if you like that ser- book series, don't ever watch anything that has to do with Shadow. <laughs> don't watch the movie. Don't watch the series. Don't watch anything. <laughs> even though Jonathan Reese Myers is the bomb. And so hot. Just, Just don't. Just don't do it because you will hate it with a passion. Um, but that's what happened with that. There was there okay. was like a movie, and then it was picked up by someone else. Um, but there was there's been a few series yeah. where it like ended, and everybody was like angry. Um, yeah, and then it moved to something else. I think like CW is really good about that, which we do not want it to go to CW. No, um, no. but CW does that a lot where they pick up. Uh, one that happened recently that I just thought about was Vikings because that was on History Channel and then and it ended, but Netflix redid like I mean bought the rights I guess to continue the story yeah. like I mean like it's it it's neat um, I just uh, I hope I hope that happens I hope like you know if HBO or Max bought it. Yeah. That would be incredible cuz they would Or Stars. Ooh, Apple. Apple is putting out some <laughs> phenomenal yeah, they stuff. Are. Like Buccaneers. Oh everything my gosh. Everything Apple is putting out is incredible. Yeah. Like I'm so impressed with Yeah, they're doing a lot. They are. Um, HBO always does a lot. They do. Um, but yeah, I know cuz like Stars has picked up there's several things that they did. That like they bought the rights to several things, like even Outlander. Outlander belonged to somebody else because they were going to do a movie, and then it just sat there. And Stars was like, "Yo, are you going to do anything with that? Can we have it?" So explain that to me, because Chris was telling me how Netflix bought the Grishaverse from Lee. Like, how does that work? Like, I mean, like if they own it. Then, like, I mean, because Outlander, she's still writing yeah. books. Like Game of Thrones and all that stuff. You just, you you buy, like, the, the rights to okay. produce a movie, TV show, whatever. Okay. So the author can still write. Yeah. Okay. The story still belongs to the author. But, okay. like, TV show, like, so they're, they're basically buying the rights to use the likeness of everything and to use the the storyline. It's like... You know, if I make a certain piece of artwork that somebody else has to, like, pay me money to use it in something else, it's the same thing. Um, But it's not visual arts that you're taking. You're taking a story. Okay. So, but then the thing typically becomes that once those rights are given, the place that's bought it has, they can do whatever they want to with it. exactly. Which is always terrifying. Yeah. They don't have to confer with the original author (laughs) they could just do whatever that's one good thing that lee was saying is that she actually was very proud with what netflix did present like i mean 
sure, like, not every, like, there were things I'm sure that she said no to, but as a whole, she was very happy with what was produced and loved all of the actors and actresses, like, um, because they all were the characters. Yeah. They really were. Um, Petition is online, um, and it's at change.org, but I think <laughs> there is, um, I'm looking at it right now. It says save shadow and bone. So I'm sure if you just go to change.org and type that into the search, you can find it. Um, you know, fill it in, send it to your friends. It's, um, yeah, just to, just to see if anything can happen. It, I'm, it actually says this is a petition to gain attention of other streaming services such as Amazon, Hulu, HBO, or any other streaming services so we can receive the third season like we deserve. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's basically just somebody Pick give us more. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Hey, I'm I'm all for it. Just not the CW, please. No, no. <laughs> uh-uh. That one. And I don't think that I happened. think that's who took Shadowhunters. Oh. <laughs> it yeah. was so bad. And I know y'all know what I'm talking about. I, 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 a little bit. I, I know that the book I'm reading is by that author mm-hmm. that you really like. Yes. Because the books are phenomenal, you said. Yes. So the Shadowhunter series, like books, are amazing. Like that was the first, because I, like, I guess I was reading Outlander for so long. I was having a hard time like getting into anything. And I actually got through all of Shadowhunters. Now, once she started doing the prequels and things, I, I didn't, I haven't read those, but the actual like base series, like I, that was the first jump back in yeah, um, to books that weren't Outlander for the 50th time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I really did enjoy them. Yeah. And I, I think that you would actually really enjoy them. There's lots of fairies, and there's a super queer, fabulous wizard guy, oh. and... I, I've i got it on my Kindle. You would like I it. I do. I've just... Yeah. it. I've, I've got to. I promise you. <laughs> I will. Like, I will. I'm going to get to it. There's just so many things to read. My yep. to-be-read list is... Probably so long that I will never get to them. Like, yeah. I will die before I get through my list. Yes, I, I will agree. need. I will need somebody to sit at my grave and, and read to me. Read. read to me what I did not finish. That's how you can think of me in the afterlife. Oh, how poetic! So, <laughs> um, yeah. So that news, um. Which was big news. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was it. Really? <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I feel like I've lived an entire lifetime since we. We've recorded. <laughs> we recorded last time. So I don't know. Hey, it's okay. We've had holidays together. We've had. Yes. Things. We've had lots of stuff. <laughs> we have. And there's more to come. So much more. <laughs> there is. Um, our. Our social calendars are full. Our family is insane. <laughs> They're insane. It is absolutely insane. Yeah, because just letting our listeners know that Terry is officially like. <laughs> I have been adopted. Yeah, by my mom. And it is. Oh, Lord. I mean, <laughs> I hear from Terry that my mom's. Sending messages to my brother to try to get a rise out of him. Love it. I, I, does she know how to like screenshot so I can see what he's, cause I actually. She can try, but no. It's Jonathan is like some of my entertainment. Oh, he is like very entertaining (laughs) and he is very. He, he is my, he is my entertainment. So I would like to see. If it actually worked or if he just goes, okay. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes he just ignores things, yeah. <laughs> which I think happens the majority of the time. Yes. And my mom also is part of, I was about to say part of the generation, but I don't know if it is the generational thing where she just thinks that since she has her phone in front of her every minute of the day, and if she gets a text, she responds that 
everybody. Yeah. She sends a text, and if you don't respond, like, she's just, I sent it, like, three hours ago. Yeah. It's like, people are busy. <laughs> I always have to, like, try to walk her off that ledge. That's the whole thing with texting, is that you don't have to answer it. No, you don't. <laughs> Unlike calling, where I I will ignore that forever. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I showed her a video of Billy Eichner at Thanksgiving, oh. and I was like, is this not your oldest? <laughs> and she but- was in the kitchen. She's like, yep, yep, that's him. That's that's my Jonathan. That's him. <laughs> I can see her, hear her doing all of uh-huh. that. She is. So oh. if you all know Billy Eichner, then you know Eric's older brother. Yes. He is like to a T. Yeah. Like looks like not not identical, but like they look yeah, they look like similar. they could they could be relatives. Yeah. Um, like even the height and build and the mannerisms, the is voice. Is he tall? Is yeah. Billy Eichner is He's tall? He's really tall. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, funny. He was the one in Bros. Oh, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about because I just I, I laugh because I think of my when I watch that movie, I just am like, it's really weird. Maybe like it's awkward. It does, especially when they had some like, the, like you know, the sex scenes and stuff like that. I was like, okay. Oh my gosh! Because yes. they are very similar. They are very. So it's not like just saying, oh, I can see a little bit of like him and him, but no, like I mean, it's it freaks me out a little bit. So, yeah, they could be cousins. Like, yep, they could be brothers, actually. Like they are very they could similar. Be. Yeah, they could be brothers more than yes. I am with my own brother. Yes, like, actually. They are more <laughs> alike than Jonathan and I are. So go watch Billy on the Street. Oh, who is on it's all over TikTok and it cracks me up and that's like when I'm feeling funny. down, I go to Billy on the Street. Um but that is that's that's the the oldest brother. Is that on So you said on TikTok? Yeah. That's what it's on. TikTok, YouTube. Instagram, maybe. maybe yeah, probably. Okay. But like p- my favorite video is where this woman is like, is this a internet thing? And he's like, oh, actually it's a TV and internet thing <laughs> <laughs> because it was on Comedy Central. <laughs> he's funny in everything. Yeah. He really he, is. Yeah. I haven't seen anything of his that I didn't, well, I didn't it's like. funny for us because we know <laughs> your brother. Right. But he's also just yes. genuinely so funny. I yeah. like it's his humor is great. Yeah. Um so um okay. So shout out to Jonathan. <laughs> hey, Even, he's not listening. No, he is not. No, he does not. He, nope. No. <laughs> nope. He's don't got time for this. Absolutely not. No. He will um I'm sure he appreciates that we do it and that's as much as he um he cares. So, God love him. But, um, so, I know. We need to go visit him. Anyway. We do. We do. I I really want to because I, it'd just be fabulous. And I, and Salem is only a three-hour train ride away if we went to P-Town. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I feel like. You feel like. I feel like there's fuzzies. Whiskers, like. I think it's like partly my hair, partly the tail. It's hard being a furry. It, <laughs> you poor thing. You're okay. making it. So right. moving on. Yeah, let's get to what our show is about. So <laughs> 45 minutes in, we're getting to the topic, Woo! which I have no clue if it's 45 minutes. Um, but yeah, we don't have our timer anymore. Yeah. Um, but so we are going to do something that I guess everybody else I hadn't understood I didn't understand what a bracket was but also I don't pay attention to sports and sports ball right so we are going to be doing a bracket form episode where Terry and I each are going to have a a Grisha from obviously the Grishaverse, and we're going to discuss a little bit about them. And yeah, we are we are not going to f- pick the winner out of the two that 
because it'll be different pairings. We are going to let you guys do that, and that will be discussed later. Um, that'll be something that you'll be able to do after you listen and on our website. But so we've got eight brackets. Is that what you say? Eight brackets? That sure. Or eight pairs? Sure. Okay. Yeah, it's like eight groupings. Eight, yeah. Eight head-to-heads. Eight head-to-heads. I like it. Um, and instead of us, you know, putting time, effort, and work beforehand into... <laughs> Stop laughing at me. Terry is just <laughs> trying to pick this <laughs> hair that I think she is has no clue where it is. I'm depositing hair. She's trying to find it. I was plucking it one by one out of the <laughs> microphone. Okay. So, um, anyways, we've got these pairs. And what we're going to be doing is we're going to just be going to actually the Grishaverse fandom wiki to kind of get information and remind us about these characters. And we're just going to discuss them. So our first pairing is, so I have Ilya Mortsova and it, and then Terry has Alina Starkov. So that's the first pairing. So I actually have Ilya pulled up. Um, we remember he's the, you know, he's like the main Grisha man. I mean, he's like the bonesmith, the sunk Ilya in chains. Mentioned a lot throughout the series. Um, but I kind of think the father Grisha, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, That's, pretty much. You know, um, happens to be Bagra's father. Yep. Yes. Bagra's father. Yes. Um, so the Darklings. Darklings' grandson. Granddaddy. Yep. And then Mal's descendant. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mal is a descendant. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So on. So it says that his Grisha order is a materialkai. And he is a durist and occupation says healer and inventor. And so when I think of Ilya, I just remember his story from the lives of saints, really. Yeah. And it's told in throughout the book too. I mean, he created like the, the three amplifiers and yeah, he was pretty powerful. Um, but he didn't he die? Didn't he get thrown? To, didn't they like um? Yeah, that's right. They put him in change and threw him off the bridge, and he um supposedly died. Maybe, but anyways, had lots of power. Yeah. Um. Okay, so there's Ilya. <laughs> so, so uh, I mean, Alina is easy, right? Sun Summoner. One of the most powerful Grisha that's ever lived. Um, she's known for destroying the Shadow Fold. Um, she uh, marries Mal. Um, she's she owns the orphanage now. Oh yeah. Um, but in her prime, she like fought literally everything. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she fought the Darkling. Who is like, um, I don't know, probably I, other than his mom, like is insanely powerful. Yeah, exactly. I find it so they're the only shadow, like, um, Bagra and the Darkling are the only shadow. Yeah, because the Darkling never had kids. No, but I imagine if he did have kids, what if Alina and the Darkling had kids? Well, the way the story in the show <laughs> was going, that oh yeah, she looked she, like well, she, she was going. She was going. We don't bad, know. But we have no clue. She just had a look on her face that wasn't. I don't know. Yeah, it was something. But but anyway, yeah, Alina is. She's that girl. She is that girl, <laughs> and she is our like. Just our, our main girl for the Shadow and Bone series. Yeah, I mean, that one's easy. Exactly. But who wins that one? Gosh, I mean, so we can discuss it. Like, I mean, that 
those are two really powerful people. Um, although I kind of feel like now we're not picking the winners. You guys are, no. but I kind of feel like almost um, Ilya would be. I feel like maybe if I was picking, Ilya would win between Alina and Ilya, just because. Well, no, maybe not because I mean everything. The only thing Ilya did was bring back somebody and from cre- the death and create the amplifiers and create yes right. And Alina also, saved the world. She did. <laughs> she did. So I'm just going to say that. Moving on. He also <laughs> gave birth to a shadow summoner who, yeah. So you know what? We'll let y'all decide. Yep, that's up to y'all. Have fun. Okay. <laughs> Talks amongst yourselves. Yes, exactly. So our next grouping is Juris versus the Darkling. Okay, so... Juris, who was that? Um, so, yeah, I um, Juris is another saint that we've got pretty much from the lives of saints, and definitely mentioned throughout King of Scars, and is actually in King of Scars. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, because Jur- Juris is the dragon one that. Yeah. Yeah, and Zoya kind of, you know. They become gal pals, kind of, you know. <laughs> he becomes her mentor. Yes. And I love that. Just saying. I loved reading about that. I thought that was, and especially since she took on those, the dragon powers. But he, he's just a nut, like, it says his Grisha type is Squalor, Inferni, and Tidemaker. Because he did say, like, you could be everything, but it says his order is Ethereal-Kai. So he's all of them. <laughs> all the things. All the things. Yes. Um, so he's powerful, um, definitely. The saints are hard because, like, I mean, really, I feel like when we were reading about them, like, when you heard about them, they seem like they're the most powerful beings. But then when you really read the stories in Lives of Saints, they really were just Grisha. Like, just right. other, yeah. like... They were just powerful Grisha that did cool things, ex- and people were like, ooh, saints. Right. So, there is Juris. Yeah. And Darkling, obviously, Shadow Summoner. Um, he was the second in command of all of Ravka because uh. he was... The and leader hot. of the second army. <laughs> yes. Yes. The Darkling is hot. Yeah. Um, he's lived forever. He has a ton of aliases because he's been around since like the dawn of time. Yeah. <laughs> Many centuries. Um, he created the fold. He's cool. He yeah, he's he's the cool bad boy that everybody wants to love, mm-hmm. but you shouldn't because he's not a good person. Um right. Jingle all the way. Um, <laughs> um, but he, he, he thought that he was protecting Grisha at all times. Didn't always make the best decisions, but he, um, he stayed true to that. He, really? Yes. Anything, everything he did, he thought he was doing for Grisha. Um, it says in here that he was an unknown heart render. Unknown heart render. Yeah. I don't know. It just says unknown huh. heart render. Um, Interesting. Yeah. That's all it says? Yeah. It does say that. That is weird. Because if, like, under his relatives, I guess his, like, family tree has, like, heart renders in it. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah. Interesting. So. Which makes sense, I guess. I'm trying to think. Okay. So, heart renders, like, I mean, they're the. Killers. killers. Yeah. Did. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm trying to, like, I feel like there had to be, like, I mean, he he obviously summoned Shadow, but did he ever kill any, like. You have to speak up. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I, if we ever read about him doing anything like that, but. I don't know, but it also says his. Obviously, his Grisha order is Ethereal Kai because that's where the Shadow Summoners like right. sit. So 
I don't know. That's weird. But also we have to say, we have, we have to shout out that he's a human amplifier. That too. Like he's a living amplifier. I'm glad you pointed that out because yeah, that's a big deal. That is a big deal. And so is Bagra. Yeah. Um, and that's, it's huge. So, and wow. And yeah. at the at the end of Rule of Wolves, he actually is like holding the fabric of the yes. Grishaverse world together. Yes. He actually is pretty much saved, supposedly the Grishaverse, by um, being stuck in a tree. Yep. Um. So he might have been our villain, but yet the Grishaverse would have what exploded, imploded, or who knows? My name is Alexander Moritova, but I have had a hundred names and I have committed a thousand crimes. I am not sorry. I do not repent. All I did, I did for Ravka. And then he gets pierced in the heart. So, um, he, uh, yeah. So there's that. Good good luck going against the Darkling. (laughs) Yeah. I, I feel like that, it, I feel like the Darkling's going to go a long ways in this. Because he has, <laughs> like, I mean, he has, like, gone so far, um, yeah. like, just in our story alone. Um, so him against Juris, I mean, I definitely feel like, I feel like the Darkling probably would. But, hey, up to y'all. Yep. So our next bracket is Bagra versus Elizaveta. Okay, so who Bagra? We know who Bagra is. That is the Darkling's mama. Mama. <laughs> um yeah, she's I think I I love her character just because she's so interesting and like it I feel I feel like it took takes a while when you're reading her character to get to know who she is and the more you learn about her, it's just fascinating. I she's Darkling's mom. She's a shadow summoner. She also we when we read the comic of the oh gosh, what was the name of that? The story of the um the demon in the wood. We got illustrated. Yes, the illustrated version. We got more of a backstory on that, and we learned more about Bagra. Like, I mean, she really like was trying to protect her son and teach her son, like, how to survive in this world. And she, I think she tried as hard as she could. And when we reach her in Shadow and Bone, she's pretty much, unfortunately, gotten to the point where she sees he's just been so corrupted. But I feel like, I feel like she. Do you think she's stronger than the Darkling? Like, I mean, like, I mean, she's the mom. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's she wasn't when they went head to head, right? But I mean, did she actually like try to like? Did she fight against him, or I'm trying? She wanted to stop him, right? But I don't know. Yeah, they did like go at it, and she lost. She also is the teacher um, for all the Grisha that come to the little palace. And um, so she teaches Alina. And she's just, um, yeah, she's a snarky woman that, um, yeah, just lives in a hut. And I don't know. I think she's... <laughs> but um, she is considered an, a, a shadow summoner and a theory alki and let's see i think that is really like i mean and she's been around forever as well um, so and she's going up against elizaveta mm. who is the um sancta elizaveta of the roses she's a rothkin saint um the patron saint of gardeners uh she was jailed uh in the shadow fold with gregory and juris that we talked about before um, she's 500 something years old. <laughs> she's, she's, she dead. Um, but so is Bagra. Yes. Yep. 
she's material Akai. Um, she could control like the bees and the flowers. I feel like controlling stinging things is terrifying. Yes. <laughs> um, but when they got trapped, um, she was going to hold a ritual. The, um, what did they call it? Was the, oh, it was Baya, but yeah. he called it something else. But the, anyway, she was going to perform that. And Zoya was, she caught on of like what was actually happening. Uh, so Elisaveta did not have good intentions. No, she did not. <laughs> but she could trick them. Um, and she, uh, what she wanted to like bring the darkling. Anyway. Yeah, she was. Something to be able to like, because it was gonna, it was gonna benefit her. Yeah, somehow. And then in the show, when the darkling dies, a little bee, I know, comes and lands. Yep. On like Zoya, so I love that part. Yeah, small little part. Well, yeah. So okay, so Elizabeth, yeah. So Bagra and Elizabeth. Yeah. Good luck with that one. Yeah. Um. Our next is Zoya versus. Anna Brum. So, Zoya, my favorite character, happens to now be the Queen of Ravka and has been in the story since the very beginning. She's my personal favorite mean girl. <laughs> and, yeah, she's, she's... She's a lot of different things. But she is... She's an ethereal Kai. But then she learns that she can... She's also in... She's a material Kai as well because she learns from Juris that she can do, you know, tap into these other powers. And then she's also a dragon, you know? Yeah. Like, she can turn into a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> so, and her occupation on here says Queen of Ravka, Saint, Soldier of the Second Army, Commander of the Second Army, member of the Grisha Triumvirate. She has got a resume. Yeah. She's another one that's going to be difficult to go against. Poor yeah. Hana. Yeah. So, but yeah, she's, she's very strong. She's, um, yeah, she's a, she's mainly a huge, like, I mean, when we see her in Shadow and Bone, a squalor with immense power and is just, you know, she's got a great story. I love her. Yeah. So, Okay. And she's going against Hannah Broom, who is Jarl Broom's daughter. And y'all remember Jarl, Jarl Broom. Yep. Such a weird, difficult is. name. Um, is the evil guy. He's like, he reminds me of like the evil Nazi in like old <laughs> movies. Um, Makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, so that's, that's uh, his daughter. She's a healer. She lives in Fjorda. Um, she is engaged to Nina. Yep. Um, she Aww. is really good. She's also a tailor. I would say she's a tailor. Yeah. Um, it's, it only says healer in here for some reason, but she's a tailor. Like she tailored herself. Oh, yeah. Multiple times. Absolutely. And then she tailored herself to look like the prince. And then killed him and took over. Yeah. And so she's about to be, well, no, she is king mm -hmm. of Fyrda. <laughs> yeah. As a tailored Rasmus. Wow. So, like, that's crazy. She's but she's also, like, our gender fluid character. person in our character, in our stories, which is important. Um, but... She came in late into the story, um, but she really, she came in with a punch. Yeah. And she really stayed there. But yeah, she is now the king of Hirda. And I would really like to have more of that story. Oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> All right. Like, that's the thing that, like, that would hurts. Be great. Uh, I would really like to know more of, like, how she's going to continue on as the king. Hey. As a tailor. Anyway. We but, never know. Maybe she'll go back and write more. But yes, so Hana and Zoya head to head. Yeah, I. That's a. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we know what you. Well, think. but Hana also like. I mean, I is 
she's very talented. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I mean, she's she's, but we are trying to judge who's the most powerful. Yes. But okay, so we'll just move on to the next. <laughs> Jesper versus Nadia and Jesper. We we all love Jesper. He is our gunslinging crow, and we he learns that or he is a materialkai. He's actually a durist, and supposedly how he can control the bullets and be such a good sharpshooter. And um, that was such a good surprising storyline. I agree. I love it because it actually was like there were hints of it for so long, but they like the way it got revealed like later yeah. was just. And I think they did a great job of that in the show too. I don't. I didn't like how they did really? the show. I thought it was too early and too abrupt. You're right. It was really early because for us, there was this like slow build up, and then like he was just a good shot. Yeah, and then it was like this massive reveal. So, I don't know. So, yeah, he's just, he's very, like, I mean, he's very talented sharpshooter. I think, like, I mean, and I think that's, there's nobody, there's no other character like him. Um, A fabulous dresser. (laughs) Our bisexual king. Yes. And, um, you know, he's um, Wyland's boyfriend. So. Yes. Okay. So They need to get married and have 800,000 babies. Yeah, they could. <laughs> All right. And Jesper is up against Nadia. Um, Nadia is a squalor who lives in the little palace. Um, on here, I have a little bit to say. It says she is friends with Marie. Okay. Were they? Anyway. That's going way. That's going like way, way, way I back. I think they were. Yeah. Because I think like that it's shadow and bone. I think is what they're referring to because they were Alina's like yeah friends. Yeah. Um but, yeah. Anyway, so anyway, she had <laughs> her younger brother is Adric. Yep. One arm Adric. Adric. <laughs> <laughs> and um is the wife of Tamar, which is super fun. Um she was in the second army, um Ethereal-Kai Squalor. Uh, she had a lot uh, to do with when Alina came in of like befriending Alina and kind of showing her the ropes. Yep. Um, which there weren't that many people that did that. (laughs) So, um, she was one of the, she was one of the nice girls and not one of the mean girls. Yeah, she wasn't, she wasn't Zoya. But she, um, stayed at the little palace even after, the Darklings overthrow. Um, she was underground at the White Cathedral. We're going back. back. <laughs> going way back, back. We are going back. Uh, <laughs> um, she has a, her talent is through uh, weapons. And so she works with Nikolai yes. a lot in like yep. King of Scars. And then um, in Role of Wolves, she was on the front lines. Oh, she was. Yeah. She leads the Squalors. She, she really made it all the way through that the, the whole, whole series. series. <laughs> yeah. Because there's not many characters we can say really made it from the very be- first book all the way to yeah. the very end. She had a full arc. She did. And then, like, she went through the whole, like, war. And then she actually, she, she made it through... <laughs> and then she actually, uh, at the very, very, the last we ever hear of Nadia is when Zoya is a dragon, she falls and Nadia is the one that catches her. That's right. Yeah. Forgot about that. Huh. So, um, yeah, well, I wouldn't, yeah, Jesper against Nadia. Who knows? You guys will let us. <laughs> Please. So we've got three more pairs, and the next one is Jenya versus... Wait, is that right? Am I looking at it right? No? Yeah. Okay. I, I, was just making the, I was just making the face of like, that's a... I looked at your face, and I was like, oh, God, did I read something wrong? Because um, that's... I'm glad we're so, not so. making that decision. Yeah, so Jenya versus... 
Nina. Okay, so Jenya, uh, well, we know she's a corporal guy. She's a tailor, and her, she's also another character that starts in the very beginning, befriends Alina, and does make it, very, like, all the way to the end, ends up uh, falling in love with David. <laughs> um, and, oh, uh, but um, she's, and she's very skilled. She's such a skilled tailor. Like, yeah. um, she is, like, I mean, that is her thing. And she ended up being a member of the Grisha Triumvirate. And before that, she was the tailor to the queen of Ravka. Um, that wasn't really the best gig, though, um, because the king was being mean to her. We'll say that. Yes. Um, and yeah, she's just, I think she's a very fun character. And I think power wise, I think like, I mean, yeah, she can, she's a very skilled at what she does, which is like, I mean, cause there aren't that many tailors. I think it's Hannah. Yeah. I think, I think because they were very specifically trained. Yeah. I think you would only find out if somebody was a tailor if they tried. Right. I think you're right. So I um it's one of those other like it's kinda of, you know, the shadow summoner and sun summoner, they're the special, unique, like very they're well, it's a crossover. Yeah. There's not many. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So she's pretty powerful. Um I mean I don't think she could kill you. Um and uh, that's, I mean, but a tailor is a healer Correct. at heart. Right. Uh, get it. Um, Which is a. Uh, so, I mean, I guess. I mean, if she, she. If he trained that way, you would just have to get that training. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I mean, she'd have, she has the power to do it. It's just, I don't know whether. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She won. So. Okay. So her against Nina. <laughs> and it's difficult. That's Nina it has a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, she's one of those main character energies. Um she is a Corporalnik soldier in Ravka who joined the Dregs. So we've got crossover from the Grishaverse into like the Crows. Um she, I love her entrance. She was, she works uh, at the House of the White Rose, where she she's a heart render, um, but she is she's doing services for Kaz, but she's like making money by basically doing therapy. But it's like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's really I I love her entrance and her the way it started. Um, she is an amazing character. Yeah, <laughs> and then like Kaz recruits her to break into the ice court in Firda. Yep. Um, she, <laughs> there's so much. There is. She has <laughs> done so many things. Okay. Um, she's a spy for Ravka yep. because she can learn any language very quickly. Um, she's not great at like disguising herself, but she's got, uh, this ability to learn any language, and then she can go and work as a spy anywhere. Um, but she's a heart render, so that like automatically makes her very deadly. Um, and then she goes to Furida, and she basically just like f's their s up. Like she destroy helps destroy the ice court. She basically almost kills your all broom. She takes Jurda Perim and survives right. that. She lives through the love of her life's death and like carries, carries his, his body, body everywhere and like buries <laughs> him because she made him a promise. She survives all of that. And then she goes and like messes their S up again oh. <laughs> by getting their factory like bombed. She and she's still going. She's so she then she falls in love with Hana. So then she's like, Well, now I'm close, so then I can mess up your all broom stuff up because he's still alive. Um, <laughs> it's so 
It's a lot. And don't forget her extra power then. Yes. So she is the only, 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 only one. Only. Who is a corpse witch. Yep. Basically. Who is basically, it's a heart render, but like of death. She can control (laughs) the dead. And anytime you make her angry, she just like makes people come up out of their graves or like just like asks bones to just like come to her and then shoots them at you. I mean, she is a. I think that <laughs> is going to be a bad no- mother. That is going to be another very strong contender. I think seriously, I really like. I mean, as you were reading all that, like, and like, I mean, yet yeah, she's uh-huh. very, very powerful. Yeah, and especially, and now she's the queen <laughs> of uh, Pierda. And After the, all of that. And like the uniqueness of her power. Yeah. And yeah, that's a that's a strong one. That's it a, is so much. Yeah. I don't think Jenya would survive <laughs> like that. Like, I mean, yeah. Jenya like versus she Nina. She ends up actually killing the apparat. Yeah. So. Like I could say 800,000 things more, but there's the outline. Yeah. There's the, <laughs> the small little <laughs> summary. And good luck. Good luck. Okay, so our next is Tolia versus David Kostek. So I know. And Tolia Yulbator, I think that's how you say the last name, um, is one of, of course, the twin um, to Tamar. And so Grisha Order is a corporal Kai. And he's a heart render, and um, but he's a gentle soul. He is a gentle soul because he loves Ravkin, liturgical Ravkin poetry. Yes, <laughs> and he, we meet him as a member of Sturmon's crew, uh-huh. and um, then we get he continues on and is considered a member of the Soul Dot Soul. Um, um, because he does have that tattoo, uh-huh. um, and then ends up actually becoming a member of King Nikolai's personal guard. Yep. And he is another like, so he his character they don't get introduced till Siege and Storm. Am I correct? I don't think they were in Shadow and Bone. Right. No, because but, we didn't yeah. get to him until we got on Nikolai's the, but, ship. Yep. But. From that point on, continuously yes. there. And I love, it's hard to just look at Tolia because, I mean, I, they're, it's his twin. I, like, I just think about both of them. But yeah. Tolia's great. And um, he, yeah, I, I want to, I love his, that he reads poetry and he's a romantic and. He's but all, th- that he's not romantic. No, but to me, he is. He's hot. <laughs> but he was, he's kind of like the ace representation. Um, and I was hoping that they weren't going to push something. Like there was a weird thing in the show where I was yeah. like, are we going to go down a path we don't need to be going down? Um, but luckily, they, I guess. We're we'll not going to know. Because <laughs> we didn't. I. But I love that he was just, even though he was a heart render and we've, we read him killing people. Um, he just, he stood up for what was right and yep. was just so, he was like this gentle giant, even though he could literally kill you with like snap of his fingers. Yeah. And he was hot. <laughs> he was a big, yeah, was a big guy. He was. So, so he's up against David. David. Uh, David oh. was a durist. Um, he was the one that said, like, I don't understand half of what's going on around me, <laughs> that he doesn't get, like, jokes or sunsets or poetry, but he knows metal. Um, and he was um, he was used, I guess I say used a lot, for his skill um, yeah. by both, like, the Second Army, by the Darkling. Yes. Um, he built... So much. So many things. Uh, he was he created the collar for the antlers yep um he said eventually he felt bad for that 
but he was able to do that. He has that ability to yes. fuse things into your body. Um, he also did the dishes for the weapons um, where they could direct the light. Brilliant. Yes, he is absolutely brilliant. He repaired the hummingbird. Um, he actually knew about Moritzova's journals. Yeah. Uh, um, he didn't make it all the way through, no. um, but he was part of the triumvirate before yep. he met his unfortunate fate. Um, but basically throughout his whole arc, he, he had his hand in building all the things and like the mechan- even the mechanical arm for Adric. <laughs> And I think that ability is a huge strength. It really is. Because, I mean, he could, really, he could build and do anything. And like, he helped create the anecdote. Yeah. For antidote, not anecdote. He didn't make a story yeah. about it. <laughs> he created the antidote for Jirda Perim. Yeah. I feel like that's a, he's a, he's a strong contender just and cause he's smart and like, I mean, there's a different, like, I mean, that's just, you know, it's a different kind of strength. Yep. Um, so, okay. Well, let's get to our last one. And that is Bo Yul Bear. Bayar. 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 I can't remember. Yeah. Verse Tamar. <laughs> um, yes. There we go. Okay. So, well, who is Bo Yul Bear? Um, was a shoe chemist and a fabricator who created the wonderful drug Jirda Perim. So, um, <laughs> do you also like when you say Jirda Perim? Do you also think of like the Jewish holiday? <laughs> I have a hard time. <laughs> anyway, which holiday? Perim. Oh, poor. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I will now. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Jirda Purim. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. So we really do, like. I mean, he's he's a character because he created something that's a huge part of our Six of Crows story. But really, he's not around long. Like, I mean, because he 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 died. Um. Can't remember how though. Um, let's see. And his son's Kue. That's right. Yeah. Um, but really, like, I mean, like his main, like, the main big thing is that he created Jirda Perim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, in itself, when you think about that, that it, one drug changed the entire <laughs> Grisha verse. Yeah. Um, it created our Nina. Yep. So, yeah, I'm going to leave it there just because, I mean, really, there's not much more about yeah, him. Yeah, he, that... he had a storyline. Yeah. That, yeah. But he's up against Tamar, so good luck to him. Yeah. Um, Tamar is the twin to Tolia that we just talked about. Um, Tamar is the hot one. Um, <laughs> she's un- she's also a heart render. Um, also part of Sturman's crew, also sold at soul. Um, she was part of the militia protecting the apparat and the sun summoner. And then after the Rafkin civil war, she became captain of Nikolai's intelligence network. Um, what else we got going on? I mean, she's, she's, she's got the axes. She, yes. Her quote actually was, I can keep hope in my heart and a blade in my hand. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Mm. Um, we already talked about her wife, uh, Nadia, yep. um, which is such a fun thing. Um, but she, um, I mean, Tamar is a heart render. So, like, obviously just that in itself. Yeah. It I- <laughs> has a lot. Um but yeah. she she's always quick to defend everyone. But like you know, being a heart render, she can just be like, she's strong. Pow. She's a soldier. Yes, I very mean. strong, very soul, and she's got a good head on her shoulders. So she makes really great decisions, which I think makes a good balances out the twin. 
<laughs> well, no, I think well, I think they both yes. do. I think they both are like they they're really great decision makers. Like throughout their stories, yeah. they weren't making like stupid decisions. They were very like quick but calculated decisions, yeah. and that led to not only protecting themselves but also protecting the people that they were supposed to protect protect like they they take their jobs like very seriously like if they're if they were protecting somebody then like that's their lot in life yeah they were they were soldiers to like i mean and strong yes. soldiers with great personalities i just yeah. want to say that as well um well oh yeah so i mean well <laughs> That, so now y'all have good luck. I um <laughs> now y'all have a job to do. You do. So go to grishacast.com and we will have our head to heads um listed. You'll be able to pick one or the other. And yeah, we will be back next week to continue. And we're gonna It'll be a little surprise on how we're going to break this down even further. <laughs> so um, go and make sure and vote tonight, now, whenever you can. Okay. Well, we love you all. Long live the Grishaverse. Like, we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. It was. No, no mourners. No funerals. This has been GrishaCast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok at GrishaCast. And thank you to our amazing staff, Alex, Michelle, Lacey, Amelia, and Brenda. Brenda.